time for some history, dog. Press play on this. Got ya. Yeah. Now sign up to read the rest of the article. <laughs> the Times, National Geographic, New Telegraph. Scientist, they get me every single time. Every time. You're what do you mean up? they're turning the frogs gay? Click. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Address is. <laughs> Sort code. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I could ever pay for an subs- uh, online subscription for a newspaper or something. You can get news anywhere and everywhere, bro. Yeah. Just find a rich guy on Reddit. Yeah, everyone wants to tell you about their version of the elephant, bro. Every single person. (laughs) Hey, get a load of this. It's all I think it is, bro. It's got a big old grey long thing. It doesn't know where it's poking at. How do you know it's grey, Ah, shit. You're fucking part of the elephant gang. (laughs) You got him in here in the first place. (laughs) Welcome back to Browsing History. Browsing it up. We're talking about the history of elephants today. That would be a fun no. That one. was the Hannibal episode. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, it was the Hannibal episode. You could say that hey. elephants weren't worth shit until Hannibal brought them in. <laughs> well, he got the idea from the Indians, didn't they? Yeah, true. The Thai guys used them as well in uh, yeah. Ongbek Two <laughs> or Three, was it? I think it was. It was a different film. I think it was called The Protector. Yeah. But over here, it's advertised as like, oh, I still on back. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't We've caught you. You like martial arts films now? Come see. <laughs> This is where you think Muay Thai is. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is where it originated, clearly. <laughs> How are you going to throw elbows if you're not fighting tusks? <laughs> Doesn't he strap tusks onto his forearms? Yeah, I think he's got like tusk tomfa. Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> and he beats the shit out of that giant steaded dude. Yeah. With the bald head, who's in loads of shit now. He's got their medieval steads. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely crazy looking. Not the greatest actor. I wonder if they ever used... Because there was a big thing in NFL. Yeah. Or it might have been baseball, actually. Yeah. They were using the velvet off of um, antlers. Yeah. And that's full of growth hormone because yeah, the antlers appear at So they just rubbed that. Do you reckon not fucking Vikings and that ever used that? I don't know. Well, they, they they reckon that they use absolutely everything for to get all sorts of, of their rocks off, like bizarre, because they're like, they're high on mushrooms, bruv. Oh, they're oh, fucking... So if they really were as mystical and magical with the herbs and the spices as everyone says they are... And surely they figured out red velvet. They hate that though, Viking guys. Like there's this, um, I think they're special operators, like a secret service sort of group or a private military. Yeah. And they're called Norsk and they're always posting about it. Like, oh, fucking look what they said now. <laughs> like, oh, she was buried with a sword, so she must have been transgender. Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. like it was the family sword or anything and the line <laughs> ended with her. It was just like, nope, transgender. And then they go fucking mental and they're like, yeah, there's no way berserkers were druggies because they're obviously military dudes. But the thing is as well, like I think berserkers were sort of not, maybe maybe not drug, I'm not coming on that, but I think they were like outliers in their town. So like they would be outcasts. Yeah, so no, like that, that dude that you don't want to go out with. Yeah. But no, don't take him to town, bro. Yeah. He's a fucking liability. They'd be like, but... Yeah. Strap a load of shit to him, and we'll just send him in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he won't, he won't fight in a unit, but he's big and retarded. Yeah, exactly that, <laughs> exactly that. But yeah, so this week we're talking about we're going back to the pirates, bro. We're going back to piracy. We do pirates, op- yeah, on the open sea, bro. What no do you shit. think we're doing? Voltaire, <laughs> <laughs> Voltaire's next week, bro. Oh, but we're doing pirates this week. We're going back into pirates. We're looking at. 
last episode we did Pirates was Captain Kidd, right? And I was like, it's the start of the golden age. We're really looking at the golden age of piracy now. Is it still 1689? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) It's still then, it's still then. And uh, this is like the real golden age of piracy. Not 1689, like 1715 when we get into it. Mm. Um, And all the big names are about now. Yeah. Uh, Horny Gold, he's a big chavy. Um, Vane, he's an important chavy. Blackbeard's knocking about. So there's some great Welsh and Cornish um, pirates. There were some great Welsh and Cornish pirates. And Irish. Irish, Scottish. But if you think about it, they're right there in the sea anyway. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, we're if you, in if you go west, you're like, oh, fuck, there's nothing. <laughs> we better get good at boats. <laughs> Nicer countryside, though. Yeah. It would be, it, it's sort of like England's trying to stop you leaving, isn't it? As yeah. You get closer to the oh. west coast. You got pirating. Look, <laughs> look at all the sheep. <laughs> come on, come look at this cove, isn't it? Lovely. But also, yeah, perfect. Smuggle my shit. Yeah, smuggling. <laughs> like, there's all caves and natural yeah. caves and all the cliffs and stuff. That's it. That's it. So, uh, we're going to be looking at the thing is with the pirates well in the golden age of piracy right they all knew each other and they're all knocking about and somewhere sometimes they're like in little ways like scaffolders yeah oh, i used to work with him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i know him it. his firm's load of shit <laughs> <laughs> and like they all sometimes all connect somehow to like old pirate legends like william kidd who was in our last episode and shit like that and I think Disney fucking really missed out I know they were doing a whole movies on their rides and shit and Johnny Depp I get it but they really missed a whole bit where they could have done like the Avengers of Pirates, bro. Yeah. And then brought them all together in one like Nassau Republic film, bro. I'm yeah, telling you. shit. That's kind of what they, they kind of alluded to, it, didn't they? There was like the Chinese Pirates. There yeah, was the old yeah. school David Jones Pirates. Yeah, that's it. Keith Richards knocking about. They're, this, they're replacing Jack Black. Jack Black? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Jack Sparrow. Jack Black would actually be better to as a lead pirate in yeah. a pirate series than... Yeah, he would be pretty good. He'd yeah. be better than he would be in Star Wars with Lizzo. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Star Wars is like, they need to change the name. <laughs> but yeah, what you, were what you saying about... Oh yeah, they're replacing him with the a real-life Irish chick. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the character it's based on, I think they're saying it might be this Anne... Is it Anne Bonnet? Anne yeah, Bonnet. And I think they're saying it's going to be the characters based on her, an actual Irish pirate, a real Irish pirate chick. White chick. Undoubtedly black. <laughs> of course, Netflix don't think, or Disney don't think that way anymore, which is crazy. That's just it's just mad. Yeah, absolute madness. Are they ever going to be so diverse? They're not diverse anymore. I don't know. So they're all brown now. <laughs> well, <laughs> that AI did hair? that, didn't that? That AI ge- Gemini. Yeah, the Google yeah. AI. Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, that was fucking wild, wasn't it? So, no, we don't do real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Historical context, no, none at all, none at all. So the particular thing we're looking at when we're going back to pirates this time is we're looking at the Prince of Pirates, they called him. Ooh. Yeah. The uh, Robin Hood of Pirates, they called him. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Black Sam. Black Sam. Samuel Bellamy. Absolute Donny. Pretty cool geezer. He's got a lovely little pirate tail. Like I, like I said, he's connected with all the... A vestigio tail. Uh, what's a vestigio? The way you get born with like a tail. Oh, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got a proper nice tail, like a, a nice little story. Real pirate story, you know. Um, he treated both his crew and his captives with fairness and mercy. 
He's a bit of a demo boy, but he also like hated hated the uh, monarchy. He hated, fucking hated the governments, but he wanted to be out here and be a fair captain on the boat. Nice. He had all sorts of chavies on his ship. Yeah, it said that like half of his uh, crew was white, but then the other half was like freed slaves. And he also had um, a couple of like indigenous Southern American chavies on his boat with him. Oh, um, he had a, there was one North American um, like proper Disney proper cast. Engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a proper Disney cast and that. Now that being said, people and historians on stuff I watched and listened to were like, "Look, we're not saying they got a vote. We're not saying this it's guys, hard on a boat, like because yeah. they could just fuck you over a mutiny. But it, it's also like everyone was treated well in a way but they can't tell like the social interactions on the boat if someone's yeah. from England and shit like that well actually England may have abolished slavery actually not by this point but if, if you're from a, a usual slave society and you're living in that world that's keeping slaves and then you're having them free on the ship with you mm. I, I can't imagine you're still going to be the nicest guys to them oh yeah do you know what I mean maybe that's why they called him Black Sam no because he was a white guy yeah but that's what I mean he'd been calling it oh you're black fucking um, and they're like oh, it must just be how you start sentences in English well they started <laughs> <laughs> well no he, he got it for his long black hair because oh, back okay. then everyone wore powdered wigs oh yeah and he was like fuck that shit yeah. and he used to wear his long black hair in a ponytail and everyone was like oh that's black Sam nice which you got to think for a white guy to be called black Sam while hanging out with black guys it's pretty cool he must have felt like the coolest guy around right or it could have just been a diss like he's hung around with too many now, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> he's that one white guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're going with him being born, because he was actually born on the 23rd of February, 1689. Nice. So what have you got for us? on Who else shares a birthday with Sam, Samuel Bellamy? It has actually been a bit of a shitter for birthdays, the 23rd of February. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one really good one I'll save till last. Okay. But we got Francesca Simon. Who's that? The chick that wrote Horrid Henry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nisi Nash, the uh, black chick from Reno 911. Okay, I don't watch she's that She's actually like a big producer as well. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay, nice. Not big, but like she's done loads of producing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's Emily big. Blunt. Oh, yeah, nice. I think that's, what's his name? Sister as well. James Blunt's sister. James Blunt's sister, Are they I think. actually related? I think so. Wild. Or well, that's just something that was in magazines before we had the internet. Yeah. He just, um, just made it up. Fuck it. Absol. He was in the group with Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q. Oh, crap. He didn't have the same success as those guys, I don't oh, think. Oh, okay. But he started the whole Black Hippie group. Oh, okay. Nice. And uh, Aziz Ansari. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't really enjoy anything that he does. I'm not a massive fan of him. I think I've chuckled at a few jokes he's made before, but I'm not like a. Another guy that I'm not anything. a big fan of. Go on. Mayor Amshul Rothschild. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the founding father of international finance. <laughs> Is he actually? Yeah, he's the main one. He's the main one. Yeah, not a fan of him. So that wasn't far off this, 1744. No, not at all. Not at all. And a good little fact as well, um, exact same date, uh, 23rd of February, 1689, yeah. is when Mary II and William III of Orange oh, yeah. took the throne off James. No way. James II and the seventh. No way. Yeah. Of England, shit. Yeah, man. So, they, well, they didn't take the throne until April, but in February they became co-rulers. No way. Yeah. So this is literally what happens just sort of part at the start of William Kidd's story as well. Yeah. So like, just as Samuel Bellamy's born, William Kidd is really starting his story as a pirate. Okay. That's cool. 
That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Because that's why he gets the Blessed William. Because they're like, oh, we named it after the king. Because America's still kind of kicking off during all this period as well, aren't they? Yeah, just starting off. That's really cool. Uh, So I've got some dates. Oh, yeah. Uh, Events that happened on the 23rd of February. Go on. So the Diocletian, the Roman emperor, ordered the destruction of a church in Nicomedia. Okay. And that began the eight years of Diocletian persecution. 303 AD. Oh, yeah. A lot of executions. But then, big, 230-odd years later, 229 yeah. years later, yeah. 532, yeah. Emperor Justinian I oh, lays yeah. the first stone for the Basilica in Constantinople. Gangster. Hagia Sophia. Yeah, the Hagia Sophia is a cool building, Rob. Oh, it's fucking so dope. Is it a mosque now, though? It is a mosque now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I would, I'd, still go, I'd still go there. I think it's like sort of one of one places on my... Gotta go lists. Yeah. It's a cool one. Yeah, I'll be I'll go on my way through on the next crusades. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen fifty five, we've got the publication of the Gutenberg Bible. Okay. The first book printed with movable print. Oh what? Yeah. That sounds like witchcraft to me. <laughs> no, it's like one of the big printing presses, but you could move all the print around. Oh I thought you meant the the print could move in the book. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, no way. We <laughs> were talking this Harry Potter shit on that, that would be Bible. Much more believable, wouldn't it? <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it was called the Gutenberg Press as well. Okay, the movable print press. Nice, good on him. Uh, another throwback to an episode: the Siege of the Alamo. Oh, so is that's it the really? precursor to the Battle of the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the twenty-third. Yeah, the siege started. I shout back to our second episode. Yeah, it w- makes sense. Well, here's a big birthday. Actually, Cuba leases Guantanamo Bay to America. Oh shit! In perpetuity, 1903. Oh shit! So Guantanamo Bay's birthday. Technically, yeah. Has dealt with some of the worst terrorists ever. It has. We need to put on our orange jumpsuits. Yeah. Black sacks. Celebrate Guantanamo Bay's birthday. Helped make some great protest music in the 2000s, didn't it? Yeah. Guantanamo is <laughs> just such a good word to say as well. <laughs> I gotta get my other brothers out of Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Dirty Dirty Day, Go 1917. Go on. Beginning of the February Revolution in St. Petersburg. Oh, naughty. Yeah, gross. Naughty. But also a very cool day. Go on. Famous flag raise on Iwo Jima, 1945. <laughs> <laughs> when they lifted the flag, all the boys got together. Yeah, that, that famous image. <laughs> I doubt the people of Iwo Jima thought it was a great day. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not at all, bro. But this same year, right? At but the 27th of February, so as close as I could get. Okay, fair. Birth of um, Johann Roosevelt. So he's from the Oyster Bay Roosevelt's, where, which is where Theodore and all those really? are from, yeah. Nice. I think he's his great-great-grandson, Theodore. Oh, nice. So he, I think he was like third. They'd moved from Holland. Yeah. Like they were a big Dutch family and yeah. they owned loads of land at Oyster Bay. I dig that. You know me, I love a bit of Teddy. Yeah, boy. That's a dope one. So yeah, eight, 1689... We're talking about uh, Mary and William of Orange. Yeah. They're the co-rulers, but that started what they call the Glorious Revolution. Okay. Where the Williamites versus the Jacobites. Yeah, yeah. You love all this, like, the orange shit and that. Yeah, William of Orange, 1690, obviously, is thing. But 89 is the uh, Defence of London Derry. Okay. Or the Siege of Derry. Yeah, yeah. Whichever side you're on, you can lie about it if you want. (laughs) um, It was kind of like a a bloodless um, takeover. Okay. But it did cause a load of um, what they call pro-Stuart, pro-Stuart revolts. And oh, they were really? quite bloody. 
and then obviously the Williamite War in Ireland and um, the William Williams War in America as well. Oh, okay. It all persisted into like the 18th century with Jacobitism. Oh shit. 1689 Haiku Master Bashu yeah. set out for his last big voyage and it's where he wrote his classic Narrow Road to the Interior this is big big man haikus big haiku year where did he go do, do you know where we went on his world tour uh, no I don't actually he just said voyage huh. I'm guessing not far they were maybe trying to impress the motherfuckers nah Will Adams was knocking about around about then they must have found yeah, true. yeah. 16 odd yeah, maybe he got kicked out. So we need space. Go write some poems on a boat. Yeah, boy, he made him a boat. He's like, I'm taking that out poem right now. <laughs> no, he took it out on tour, bruv. I think I'll go see a haiku live back then. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean. It'd queue up for hours for yeah. five syllables. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Interior. Would... Did you hear that shit? <laughs> it would blow your mind as well, though. But it would also be like this ain't like the haikus at home. There's no subtitles. Yeah, shit. I guess. Everyone applaud. But did you see his pajamas? They were sick. Yeah, so nine years war. That's what they call it. Oh, what the when England and the Dutch teamed up because William the Third was now a ruler of England. Yes, he teamed up with the Dutch, and then they signed a treaty with the Holy Roman Empire. The same. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, I so think, yeah, they fought the French in America, in France, everywhere. I think this a lot of this comes up with Voltaire next episode, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm <laughs> nice. pretty sure it does, bro. Might not, but I know there's like a lot of during Voltaire's time there was a lot of wars with France France, the Holy Roman Emperor, it split into the Kingdom of Bohemia and shit yeah. like that. So I think that sounds very similar to what's going on there. And there's like yeah, because he was being support. critical of all like he talked about Quakers all the time. Yeah, and talked about like the and like Catholics, Protestantism, a fight in Protestants in countries. But then outside those countries, there's Catholics supporting the Protestants. Yeah, and Protestants supporting the Catholics in the other countries yeah. in the conflict. It's a fucking wild time. Yeah, he did spend a lot of time exposing the politics in all of it. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. But also another throwback. Do you remember the Iroquois? Iroquois. That, yeah, yeah. The, um, Boys that backed France, yeah, the Beaver yeah. Wars, Beaver that's all Wars, going Travis. on. In 1689, they destroyed a village in New France. Oh, shit. So we might have mentioned that one. We might have mentioned that one. Uh, Bill of Rights as well. This uh, It basically set up the constitutional monarchy in yeah. Britain. Yeah. The Bill of Rights was like codified, oh, put shit. together. This year, 1689? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, pretty big one. That's a good one. That's the finale. Oh, damn. So 60, 1689, it's a hot year. A lot of shit popping. Yeah. New Big world time. happening. Yeah. We out here. Exploring. Mary II, William III. Rowing boats, sailing boats. Big boats, sick boats. Powdered wigs. Yeah. Everyone's got syphilis. Big syph up. Everyone's off their Lead nuts. poisoning. <laughs> Lead poisoning on the makeup. I was saying, bruv, I think I used it as one of my jokes once for a while. I ain't used it in a while, but like, that's how you make a pro-British Empire movie for the modern audience. I figured it, bruv. Oh, you do like, is... oh, poor them. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> this That's dark... syphilis, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because they're wearing powdered wigs, frilly frocks, and they're conquering the world, oh, yeah. right? you got like a dark biographical Ridley Scott movie, except the entire crew of the ships 
is the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're totally slaying in that. Yeah, I am as well. And I'm oppressing. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, the, the audience won't know who to root for, right? Because you've got the peaceful, at one with nature, festival hippie natives versus RuPaul and the lads off their face with syphilis and fucking lead-based makeup. Yeah, but they actually have a phobia, so they're the first transphobes. <laughs> PTSD'd from the trans. Yeah, man. It's a wild time, a fun time. Let's get into Sam Bellamy, and I'll tell you about this Prince of Pirates and start painting this world that Disney missed out on. This beautiful, real, true, epic story Pieces of the actual of pirates, pirates of the Caribbean, bro. Actual Pirates of the Caribbean. So, he uh, he called himself sort of the Robin Hood of the sea, and he sort of called his crew as well, like Robin Hood's men. Um, of course, like, obviously he took from the rich, but he didn't exactly, you know, give to the poor. Yeah. Unless he can't sell him and the boys poor, which they probably were. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's giving it to Indians and ex-slaves. Yeah, they're pretty damn poor, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Indians didn't even know the value of money. Imagine <laughs> how poor that is. Yeah, right. I bet he was stoked, or I bet he was confused when he got some pieces of eight. Yeah, he's like, wait, <laughs> how am I supposed to fish with this? <laughs> <laughs> and like, he only had a short career as well as a pirate, but he's considered as like one of the most successful and richest pirates that were about. Oh, he got out. He, he retired undefeated. He he. He got got out with a hundred and twenty million dollars. Oh fuck! Yeah, in modern. No, I think there's only like a Chinese lady that was richer than that, and she had like a fleet. Yeah, she was monstrous. Mm. She was monstrous. So it probably won't surprise you, bro. If we don't know much about Sam Bellamy's early life, not too much. I mean, we, we the historians have figured out enough, but obviously back then, this is what one of the things that makes pirates such a cool subject. Especially back in like the seventeen, at uh, the sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds, you weren't really getting noted down in the history books unless you did, unless you was like yeah. high up a noble or some shit. But you got these normal, average working dudes, especially when it comes to piracy, just getting their names in the history books just by coming up and being like, "I'm gonna make some cheddar," yeah, and I'm gonna be real mean and real conniving about it. Or in Sam Bellamy's case, I'm still gonna be a polite, nice motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm Robin Hood this shit. I'm still going to say my please and thank yous. Just give me that gold, please. He's polite. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he was all polite. He never... Um, he ended his career with never torturing anyone. Lame. Um, and He's disrespecting being... Guantanamo's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and being... Sort of being fair to people we captured and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he was a bit of a geezer. It's like the last guy we did, the paperwork man. Yeah, turned yeah. up like by rights this is my <laughs> ship now if you just sign here <laughs> except he he was the reluctant pilot and he didn't want to be a pirate oh yeah he's accidental pirate yeah he was but this geese is like no nah, this I'm, seems like a trade yeah this seems I like get a, into this yeah that's it this is a way to make money um so what they do found out uh, we have found out is that he was managed to, we found his like mum's uh when his mum gave but uh, no they found out when his mum died Oh. And his mum died during uh, childbirth. And that was on the 23rd of February, eight, uh, 1689. Oh, okay, so yeah. that, that's the date we got for him. And we also know that um, he was born the youngest of six children. That's a lot. Well, yeah. it's actually not that many for back then. For back then, it's not too bad, but it's still a lot. And he was yeah. in like a grim town, which was known to have like fucking potato famine. 
Oh, and no. like shit disease cattle. No, he's not oh. Irish. He's not Irish. He uh, just had shit potatoes. Yeah, he just had shit potatoes, bruv. Uh, somewhere in the West Country. I can't exactly remember where, but somewhere in the West Country they found him. Um, I've probably got, I've got it somewhere in my notes. I can't fucking uh, find it. Though. Oh, okay. Hittersley in Devon. Uh, Hittersley in Devon. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's where he's from. Uh, so obviously he's struggling. He's from a shit little village. He's not having a good time. And at a young age, he left home to become a sailor. Nice. As is the story with most of these young pirates. Come take the king's shilling. Yeah, that's it. I'll teach you knots. <laughs> and you better hope that you can fit one of them knots in your bum hole because I'm creeping in there too, <laughs> cabin boy. Yeah, warm it up. <laughs> so, from a young age, you become enamoured with the idea of life on the sea from tales detailing the uh, adventures of uh, Henry Every because Henry Every was from a similar area where he grew up. Oh, nice. So he Little was, hometown boys. Yeah, that's it. He was well up for being a little bit of a fucking pirate from a young age bruv and uh 19th of july 1701 we know that he's in the navy by then mm. even as a young lad and uh the need for recruits back then at that day was fucking huge because yeah it's all you, kicking off well yeah you, that 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 exact day is the start of the spanish succession war Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, bruv. So England and France duking it out over who they reckon should be the king of France. Yeah. It's an untidy time, bruv. And that's the same year the 13-year-old Bellamy secured a position as a ship's boy. He was aboard a merchant vessel. He spent the entire war at sea working his way up through the ranks. We know we don't know anything what he did in the war, though. There was nothing about him. Yeah, no glory. He's just a little kid. They just reckon learning he... his trade. That's it. Climbing the rigging. That's it. They, they reckon he probably participated in some some battles. Mm. There's only so much a kid on a ship can do during yeah, a battle. powder boys, isn't it? They're just powder boys. Of powder up and down. Probably, there was probably a po- point he had a little breakdown in the corner of a ship somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Young and not a great time. Make a good movie. It would make a good movie. <laughs> a little cry up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cannons blasting next to your head and shit. 1714. Spanish war, war of Spanish succession finishes. Little Brit win, little win for us. Yeah, fuck yeah. French boy. Standard. If it's navy, Britain's <laughs> got it handled. We got it. We got them ships. You know what I mean? Napoleon even knew it. We got them ships. The conflict ended, and while we have no records of the positions Samuel Bellamy held held in the sh- uh, ships he served uh, served on by the time of the war was over, we know he was at least an experienced sailor. Yeah, he got them skills up, bruv can handle some semen yeah that's it you know <laughs> he can definitely handle a lot of semen bro. <laughs> a lot of semen but he's been climbing the ropes he's got them skills he's upgraded he's got them level ups while yeah, he's boy, out there he might even be able to turn the wheel by now oh, I reckon he could turn the wheel Buddha he, star he's definitely got all the way up to the crow's nest before yeah you know what I mean just being running away from a horny sailor <laughs> scuttling <laughs> up into the crow's nest forearms like <laughs> fucking knotted steel <laughs> We know sometime around 1715, he made his way to the New Worlds, and he travelled to Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Nice. Some people reckon... Big he had, spot. Yeah, a big spot for back then. And some people reckon he had family in the area, and that's why he sort of headed that way, you know? Mm. Uh, there, he allegedly... He's, he's out of work as well. A lot of The area's full of a lot of like out-of-work sailors, and at that point, he starts hitting the taverns. He's hanging out at the bars. Rent-boying. 
He's not quite remboying. He's just having a good time at the bars, bruv. And Gambling he, and that. Yeah. Pirating. The pirating in the bars but without the boat. Bar pirate. Bar pirate. Yeah, you can be one of them, bruv. So, uh, while at the bars, he allegedly <laughs> made acquaintance with uh, a young chicky like bruv. An actual young baby girl. Uh-oh. Not that young. Oh. 16. That's average back then. For back then. You know what I mean? Not bad. He's not... story. I don't know if it's true. This guy in Turkey is a wedding photographer. Yeah. He found out the bride was 15 and beat the fuck out of the groom. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My man. That's good. So, what's a... He's... What? I'm trying to do the fucking math on how old this uh, chavvy is. I think he's 26. Oh, that's a bit dodgy still. Bit dodgy still. Bit dodgy still. But it's probably a lot nicer than back, what people were getting back then. Yeah, a lot better than Mohammed. Yeah, you know what I mean? And like back then, like 16-year-olds were being sold to like 50-year-olds and shit, yeah. bro. And that could have been her fate because she was a rich chick too. Oh, yeah. So she would have got like familyed up. Yeah, Need yeah, you to yeah. marry this dude so we can have business. Yeah, that's it. So that would have happened to her. Her name was Maria Hellett. She was from one of them families, so she could have ended up with some fucking old dookie, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Having to fucking whistle that old whistle, bro. You know what I mean? Knock Skin the, the old off. whistle. Knock the dust off for <laughs> sure, bro. He charms her. He's, Sam Bellamy's a bit of a charmer, bro. He gets her in the sack. He pulls her for a little, little one-night stand, and they fall in love with each other. Oh, unmarried fornication, though. Yeah, they fall in love with each other, and they go to her parents, and they're like, let's make this... Let's make this legit. Yeah. And her parents are like, we're not having it, Sam. Are you fucking kidding me, bruv? Yeah, you're a fucking retired sailor, bro. Yeah. And you're still a kid. You're still 26 and you're a retired sailor. What you got? Yeah. You ain't got shit. Yeah, we're a, we're a family of scholars. Yeah. We, we came to the new world. Yeah. What have you got? Oh, I guess you came to the new world as well. I've got a pirate accent. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes that. Yeah. <laughs> you probably did be in from Devon, didn't Proper. you? Proper. <laughs> So Bellamy after that swore, he was like, bruv, I'm going to show them. I'm going to make some money real fast. Yeah. And I, I'm going to come back and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get my sweet baby girl. Going to get a galleon. Yeah, that's it. The gal. Going to get the galleon. 1715. Bellamy is now faced with the same dilemma. Most troubled sailors are of this time, bruv. Not a lot of opportunities, but he needs to make some cash. Bellamy knew how to sail, though, right? And uh, the thing is, he didn't turn to piracy straight away. Instead, he thought, I might try this treasure hunting shit. Ooh. I might be a little treasure hunter. Someone needs to invent scuba gear real quick. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> so during his time in New England, Bellamy had made acquaintances with a, a silversmith named Paul Graves Williams. And uh, it, it, Paul's grave was like a or simply Paul he was older than Bellamy he was about 40 years old but he was from a prominent family that descended Rob from the Plantagenet family ooh yeah big prominent family but his stepfather was involved in some like shady dealings nice. such as like smuggling shit and the black market and the way his stepdad used to fucking flaunt it Paul's grave was a bit like, yeah, that's a bit of me, bro. Yeah. His stepdad used to come out with the fucking sovereigns and shit. Yeah, boy. Showing him the stuff they got off the back of the ship. Do you know what I mean? Fully courtneyed up. Yeah, that's it. And he loved it. He wanted a bit of that lifestyle. Allegedly, Paul's sister was even married, even married a man named Edward Sands, who was a friend of the notorious pirate captain, 
William Kidd. Oi, oi. Shout out William Kidd episode. Um, and the couple. So she of, was a kiddie fiddler. <laughs> 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 so Williams was also a bit of a fucking shady geezer. Mm. Didn't mind getting involved in a bit of shady things. And he met Bellamy. Them two bonded over their mutual desire for adventure, bro. They're sitting at the bar, chatting shit about sailing. Do you know what I mean? It's like the Bitcoin back then. All you need is a <laughs> yeah. boat, bro. You can just take shit off anyone you want. All they've got is a boat. They, who are they going to call? <laughs> You're like, fuck, this is genius. I stole this coin with a picture of a monkey on it. <laughs> yeah, call what? it an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You no. can just name the price. It's literally making your own currency. Then we'll funnel it all into <laughs> campaign donations and then fucking disappear it overnight. Worst comes to worst, we'll sell it as art. Yeah. See, they got a plan. These are two pirate bros. They got an idea, bruv. So, the reason they decided treasure hunting is because at two in the morning, on Wednesday, July 31st, 1715, seven days after departing from Havana, Cuba, 11 Spanish ships all filled with gold, silver, jewels, coins, and other valuables, were lost in a hurricane along the east coast of Florida. I've seen this. This is a um, Matthew McConaughey film. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. They were taking like a, uh, a what do you call it, uh, dowry yeah. to, to a rich woman. Oh, and yeah. And it sank, and then he finds a piece of the plate, but there's a gangster draft room. And oh, fuck. Well, there he's you a go. treasure hunter, but he's got scuba gear, so... <laughs> so he's good he actually finds it <laughs> so all of this gear falls into David Jones's locker bruv I say gear all these jewels not gear because we talk about gangsters but yeah, yeah. it's not modern day piracy <laughs> off the Florida coast there must be some fucking money sank out there there is some serious money out in the Florida coast not just golds and doubloons but yeah. like styrofoam packages on a fishing trip and they've got a big fucking brown paper bundle oh, wrapped in plastic tape <laughs> Absolutely wild, bro. Um, yeah, so according to Cuban records, around 1,500 sailors perished while a small number survived in lifeboats. Uh, the Spanish fleets have been in the Americas for two years waiting to sail for Spain. During that time, a very large treasure was account- accumulated. Some estimates have registered the cargo, cargo value- valued at over 7 million pieces of eight, which is well over... 100 million US dollars into nice. today's value. In 2015, little. It's almost as much as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> In 2015, a dude named Queen's Jewels LLC and their, fa- uh, their founder, Brent Brisbane, discovered 4.5 million in gold coins off the coast of Vero Beach in Florida. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a. There was a big argument about whether it should go to a museum or not. He's like, but this is my job. I find treasure. Yeah, I'm a treasure hunter, (laughs) motherfuckers. Will you give me the equivalent or shall I melt it in front of you? (laughs) I think it's his, bruv. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? It depends on the laws. I think it's in international waters, it can be yours. Yeah. Like finders keepers. Because it's off the coast of Florida, people Mm. are like, no. It's like the metal detecting nerds. Yeah. There, it's like it's okay if the land isn't owned if it's public land but oh, if, really? you, if you, you get the rights off the land. farmer you, you decide on like a percentage yeah yeah. but then you come across something good and they're like nah you can't sell this yeah we're of t- course we're going to keep this so ever since then people like Bellamy and Williams gushed over the idea of recovering even a small fraction of the loot living like kings bro 
Yeah, boy. We could be out here just guys having fun, whatever, doing whatever we wanted. Just wearing gold crowns Marrying and shit. Marrying 16 year olds. <laughs> blinging it up like your uncle. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so the duo entered a partnership together with Bellamy's sailing know how and Williams's money and connections. They assembled a crew, tried to salvage some fucking Spanish gold. Bro. That's how the film went. He, he <laughs> it's meets really? a rich guy with a yacht. There you go. Who has yeah. a hot daughter, actually. Maybe the, this McConaughey movie got the idea from the actual story yeah, of Bellamy, bro. But here's the thing. What they found out when they got there was that every other sailor and uh, treasure hunter and salvager in the Same as the movie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, what's his name? Ray Winston's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Fuck, it's going to go that way as well. Had the same idea. Many, uh, so like the Spanish crown and even hired geezer, geezers, but the fucking British were there and everything, right? Oh, shit. Bellamy and William, Williams, alongside all the, all the other crews in the area, worked for a few months. It's like grueling conditions, right? So they used to just hold their breath and go down. Yeah. They, some people like had like... Divers. That's it. Some people had like diving bells. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah, of course. Diving bells were about. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times what they were doing were just sending their slaves down. Oh, shit. Yeah. A lot of chavies were dying. I, th- I did read a record of, I think it was something like 7,000 like, people ended up drowning to death they estimated that's what happens on the gold cards. gold rush yeah a few people die for a bit few of gold people die yeah you know what I mean it's never the governor <laughs> it's never the governor bro. <laughs> but for real though the aliens the Anunnaki need the gold yeah they need it yeah true the lizard planet people needs need it. to funnel the gold to the top to that's it. power the pyramids back into space <laughs> but England, Spain, everyone's knocking about. Even other pirates are knocking about in this area. Mm. But with little success, right? They do find some coins and jewels that have been taken by currents and made their way to the ocean floor, but they couldn't locate, like, the main whole section yeah. of the ship, which contains, like, the bulk of the loot. Because it was a storm as well, wasn't it? So it, yeah. might, it would be spread out over miles. You'd need Everywhere sonar. Above. He would need sonar. Uh, January 1716... Spanish reinforcements arrive in the area. Like, get the fuck out, everyone, bruv. Yeah. You better... F- this is ours. Yeah, we, we lost... Not finders keepers. What are you on about? <laughs> my, my boy's pocket's just split. It's got my uncle's picture on it, bruv. <laughs> he carved his name into this shit, bruv. <laughs> you can smell the fucking... <laughs> You're going to have to take it to Spain to trade it in. It's Spanish coins. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the paella on it. <laughs> yeah. That's mine, bruv. Um, so, the, yeah, the reinforcements arrive. They drive all the way, the independent treasure hunters like Bellamy and Williams. And so the expedition for Williams and Bellamy has been a complete failure, bruv. And they hate the idea of going back to New England empty-handed. So there's only one le- solution left for them, seeing as they're hey, out here. Well, seeing as we're out here anyway... Just blow up a ship. Let's just go pirating, bro. Pirate one, yeah. <laughs> so both Bellamy and Williams said, you know what? Fuck all this. Fuck the king. Fuck Spain. Fuck all y'all. He's all about the money. I, I built this. And he they raised the black flag, bro. Samuel Bellamy became known as Black Sam. Like I said, it probably caught the uh, nickname because of his hair. He probably got that nickname back in New England, they reckon, as well. Yeah. Because he'd been known as Black Sam for a while with his styling. First of all, him and Williams travelled to Central America, to the Gulf of Honduras, uh, where they recruited men to join a crew. Guess what their first ships were, bruv? Rowboats. Yeah, Paragua, they're called. 
Oh, is it? And they're just like little, they just bought two little canoe rowboats and just had a few lads on them. <laughs> they went full Somali. Somali pirate, yeah. yeah. They went full Somali style at first. And Genius. Like, Start small, bro. So this is starting as well, like 1716. Keep this in mind, January 1716, mm-hmm. yeah. My boy's coming out with two canoes. That's how he's starting, right? Um, they were small, but they're good enough to get the job done. Soon afterwards, they managed to take their first prize in the region, an English merchant ship. They get that loot. But they keep their canoes. They say, fuck the shop off. We love these canoes. We're yeah. about these canoes. Yeah. After the only w- way to do it is canoe it. Yeah, that's it. Afterwards came another prize, an English, su- an English sloop commanded by Captain Young. And they end up using this ship to travel to Cuba, but they tie off their fucking canoes on the side of it, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? We're still keeping the canoes about. Little go-boats. Yeah. At the time in Cuba, it doesn't start off auspiciously, bro- though, bruv. The first ships they encountered were a group of four sloops flying the English flag. Oh, no. Coming from Jamaica, they were under the command of a dude named Captain Henry Jennings. Ooh. Pirates were outnumbered, outgunned, bruv, so they had no intention of having a scrap. Instead, they turned to the, uh, Jennings and they're like, just have this fucking, have the ship. Yeah. We got our canoes. Yeah. Just have the ship. We'll just canoe one, bro. We're just, it's I all want good. I one, two, one, canoe one. We just found it lying around. <laughs> Honest, <Yeah>. Gov. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ghost ship. <laughs> we wrangled a ghost ship. We knew you'd be about, so we came looking for you. Only later, though, as Bellamy and Williams are sailing in the way, right, did they realise that Jennings himself is also a pirate? Oh, fuck. Yeah, bro. When they notice, when they're sailing away, Jennings completely plundering and dismantling the ships and just fucking having it for himself. Oh, fuck. Yeah, bro. So, later Sam Bellamy's suspicions are confirmed when they come across Jennings and his crew just off the coast of Cuba, sailing around a French merchant ship that's just chilling. Mm. And it's a big French merchant ship. It's got a few fucking cannons on it, so they know it's loaded with gold. Yeah. And they catch Jennings and his boys just circling around this French ship, keeping an eye on it. So Sam Bellamy and Williams, still rocking in their canoes, by the way. Nice. Sail up to the, the sail up to Jennings in their canoes. Little paddle, maybe they had a little sail on it, who knows. They call that Moana. Uh, that Moana, <laughs> yeah. Moana. They got their, they got the full like one of them's big and yoked like Dwayne the Rock. Yeah, <laughs> Maui. Do you know what I mean? And one of them's a little bit of a girly man's. Uh, they got chicken. They got a pig. It's all there. So they call a parlay with Jennings when they get near, and uh, the two pirate captains meet. Bellamy and Williams basically tell Jennings, guys, we got a plan. We know what you're up to. The fucking jigs up. You guys are bait. Yeah. Clearly, you guys are pirates too. Um, maybe we can help each other out a little bit. I got a plan. We'll even risk all of our boys while you sit cosy, and we'll split the loot. Yeah. Um, I've only got coloureds, bro. We could just send them up. <laughs> <laughs> I lost half of them diving, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously, Jennings is like, yeah, this sick idea. I ain't got to do shit. I'm getting paid. So, in the canoes, Williams and Bellamy end up sailing up alongside the French ships, stripped entirely naked, but wearing fuckloads of guns and swords just hanging off themselves, 
and their entire crew of the uh, canoes just going fucking mental. Why just, naked? Just, <laughs> just acting mental. Just oh, acting right. like fucking lunatics. Yeah. Just being naked they and covered in weapons. They've got cabin fever. Yeah. And they've been cast off. And they managed to get on board this French merchant ship without killing a single person and taking it over just by acting fucking mental. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Gang crackhead defence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that some of them were like over the top of the deck like jerking off like it was their fucking rifle. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll fucking shoot ya. I'll fucking shoot ya. Don't you fucking move a muscle. <laughs> I've been out on the oceans for two years. You know this is fucking buckshot. Stand way back, boys. Stand way back. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon that's what happened to them, bro. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting my rifle. The French guys are all fainting. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, la la. Oh, la la. <laughs> Sacre bleu. So after, after they take the ship, there's a bit of drama, though. Jennings is like, why has everyone got their quarry out, you fucking witner? <laughs> nah. I don't want to sell with you boys no more. But, no, what's happening is the French captain, he's being all tight-lipped. He's also getting naked <laughs> as he sees him approach. Like, yes! <laughs> My prayers have been answered. <laughs> now, he's being all tight-lipped, understandably so. He doesn't want to open his mouth. <laughs> he's keeping his lips and his bum all closed. But that's not the reason they're mad. It's because Jennings believes that the French vessel may be part of a bigger sortie, bruv. Oh, right, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm. they're the recce mission yeah so Jennings is like getting hold of this French captain and he wants some fucking answers he's like where's your mate where's your where's your Chavo his his first mate at the time on the ship is a dude named Charles Vane this guy will be in a future episode of our pirate series bruv because he's very important to the Pirate Republic and Nassau and shit like that Charlie Vane Charlie Vane the problem is he's an horrible cunt Mm. like real horrible cunt he enjoys torture. He gets uh, a kick out of like it. The bad guy from um, what's it, Wild West? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's got a head in a jar and that. Loveless and shit. Yeah, yeah. So this Charles Vane, he's he's a sick fuck like that. He loves a bit of torture. He thinks it's fun. He's just about that life. Anyway, he's torturing this French captain in the most gruesome ways for answers. Torturing him in front of his crewmates. Like, come on. Yeah, it's kind of like. The end of the torture era, isn't it? By about a hundred years. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Flaying people, Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, definitely. Must definitely. Have had some grimy tricks up his sleeve by I'm then. I'm sure he had some fucking horrid tricks, bruv. And uh, Samuel Bellamy and Williams, they they fucking cop a look at this, and they ain't about it, bruv. No, uh, no, waving your dick in their face is one thing. But yeah, waterboarding. Come on, come on, guys, not on. Mm. Leave his fingernails where they are. <laughs> yeah, but. Saying that, Charles Vane's methods kind of do get results, bruv. Yeah, they find out everything. They learn about a second ship, the Marianne. Ooh. After receiving the information, Bellamy and Williams hear it, and seeing the torture, Bellamy and Williams are sort of like, you know what? Fuck this Jennings geezer, bruv. Bellamy and Williams decide to pirate the pirates. Oh, they the fuck off. Cross. They fuck off Jennings and his crew, fill their canoes with as much loot as they can, and head out for the Marianne themselves. Yeah, nice. And say fuck all this, bro. 
Yeah, that guy's still fucking semi-erect torturing the dude. <laughs> yeah, like, we got it. the answer. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's really getting into this torture, guys. Like, yeah. come on, we're gonna waste Tell a me whole. What fucking... is your deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets? <laughs> we're gonna waste a whole forty-five seconds for this guy to come. Like, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> we gotta get moving. So when they eventually come across the Marianne, though, they've already been beaten to it, bruv. Mm. But not oh, by shit. not by Jennings, by another pirate. Another big name pirate. Oh no. Benjamin Hornigold. Hornigold. Benjamin Hornigold is a big name. So this geezer, by that point, Hornigold is already a famous pirate and a feared pirate in those wars. Basically, they Black Sam and William, they may have even read about this geezer yeah. in newspapers uh back home, right? This geezer is the guy who founded the Republic Pirate of Nassau. Oh, yes. He's the pirate who got there, found the land, and was like, this is the boys. Tortuga. Yeah. Yeah, basically Tortuga. President of Tortuga from yeah, Disney. Yeah. So, like, the way those works, the those pirate islands works, Tortuga was a real one, right? Yeah. Tortuga was the first one. After Port Tortuga, it was Port Royale. Mm. After Port Royale, it was Nassau, which oh, Henry sick. Hornigold makes. Uh, Benjamin Hornigold, sorry, makes. So... Bellamy and Williams come across Benj- uh, Benjamin Hornigold at this Marianne ship. And the thing is, uh, Hornigold as well actually had a particular crew member with him at that time. His right-hand man, uh, a man named Edward Teach. Nice. Remember that name for later, right? After hearing Bellamy's tale of fucking over Jennings... Thing is, you'd think that Hornigold would be pissed like that. Like, I can't trust you. You sound like yeah. a right scumbag, bro. Thing is, Hornigold and Jennings have an old rivalry. Ah, uh, it's like respect. Yeah, bro. Hornigold loves it. Yeah. He thinks it's sick, bro. So not only am I horny for gold, I'm horny for you now, buddy. <laughs> Get in here, Black Tell Sam. me again how you got your ass out and fuck Jennings over. That was great. <laughs> Come in here and tell these hookers. <laughs> so, uh... He decided there was room for two more men aboard his fleet, so Bellamy and Williams joined the crew of Benjamin Hornigold. Nice. Pirate life is looking good for old fucking uh, Bellamy, do you know what I mean? It's paying off. He's he's in there with the literal prez. Real recognised real. Yeah, he's in there with the prez of the pirates, bruv. Prez of Pirate Republic. Uh, Soon enough, Bellamy began impressing everyone with his nautical skills and knowledge. became evident that he was one of the most talented sailors in Hornigold's crew. He started climbing through the ranks very quickly. In fact, in just a few months, even though Bellamy was young and a junior member of the crew, Hornigold named him acting captain of one of the smaller ships ahead of others who had seniority over him. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so he's now got his own ship. Yeah. Started in a canoe, now he's here. Yeah, boy. Started in a canoe, now he's real fucking scooping here. Turned up on the outrigger. That's it. So, uh... This is a great time period for, for Bellamy. He's really fucking living it up, you know. He's cra- mm. claiming new, numerous loot. Hornigold's crew then ended up allying itself with an, another French pirate, Olivier Levasseur, also known as Le Bus. Or, uh, Le Bus. That's translated to the buzzard. Uh, I thought it was the mouth. Oh, really? Le Bouche. Le Bouche. No, it's B-U-S-E. Oh, all right. Le Bouche? I don't know. Yeah, boozard. He's the buzzard. Together, they formed quite a formidable maritime force, bruv. Levasseur himself was an interesting character, right? Worthy of a quick little mention of the buzzard. He amassed a large treasure as a pirate, but was then caught and hanged in 1730. 
the day of his execution while sitting uh, on the gallows Levasseur threw a piece of parchment into the crowd saying that his treasure would belong to the one who will understand his message the parchment was a treasure map in the form of a 17 line cryptogram ever since then people have been looking for the hidden loot it's generally believed to be buried on the island of May in the seashells oh shit the seashells that's cool as fuck because it's yeah, literal bro. real life pirate shit yeah it's not all like mythological no no no, no. Going down. treasure maps and shit are real like <laughs> yeah. someone still hasn't feel, figured out the, the buzzard's treasure map that's sick it's great isn't it so uh, back to Bellamy bro his association though with Hornigold didn't last long bro geezer one day Hornigold was like I've got to pop back to Nassau mm. I can't really be president of a pirate republic and just be out pirating all the time yeah guys. let me just take all your gold back with me quick I just got to deposit <laughs> you know what I mean He's pretty much doing that, though, as well, though, because he, he returned to Nassau, sell some loot, upgrade his ship, ends up upgrading his ship to a oh, ship called... an RPG. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? <laughs> he's like, lads, 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 cheers for the XP. I'm just, yeah. I'll be back in a bit with all fucking dope shit. Yeah, he's off on a side quest. You're like, <laughs> where is he? <laughs> but yeah, he ends up changing his ship to a, a, a bigger, badder ship called The Adventure, funny enough. William Kidd had a ship called The Adventure as well. Oh, yeah. And while the boss is away, bruv, the guys are going to have a good time. They're going to play around. They're going to lark about a bit. The thing is, right, Hornigold didn't like attack English, Didn't like attacking English ships. Yeah, they are a good navy. You don't well, want to piss them off. Well, not only that, he used to be a privateer for the English navy. Uh, okay, so that's where, he, that's where he, be- he sharpened his teeth. Yeah, that's it. And he's sort of like, look, if I ever get captured... I'm just going to be like, I never robbed no English guys. I've just been a privateer on the backside all the time. Come on. Yeah, I'm just like a backhanded privateer. You know what I mean? That's what it always been his sort of like his little goal. Um, and a few dozen of Hornigold's men sort of held the same view because they, mm. they all came, cut their teeth in that place. But whilst away, Samuel Bellamy and the buzzard went wild, bruv. They just decided to raid everyone. They didn't give a fuck. English, French, Spanish, just full terrorist mode. They went after Standard everyone. buzzard behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sam and the buzzard just terrorising. And the tension did reach fever pitch by, uh, during the summer of 1716 when Hornigold returned and found out, found out he was furious but he soon discovered that most of his crew agreed with Sam Bellamy. Oh shit, mutiny. Eventually the men had had enough and wanted Hornigold relieved of his command a vote was taken over and, and over three quarters of the men went against their now former captain. More than that, they voted Black Sam Bellamy as their new permanent captain. Oh, shit. So you've been prison too hard. Yeah, bruv. Stop trying to be the main character. We're still pirating out here. <laughs> From January... 1716 to mm. the summer of 1716 Samuel Bellamy's gone from two canoes yeah, shit. to mutineering the president of the pirate republic's fucking fleet that's some pretty good numbers <laughs> that's some fucking MVP shit isn't that some MVP shit Rob that's good shit. that's rookie of the year yeah, <laughs> yeah rookie of the century <laughs> he really is isn't he Rob mm. really is rookie of the century uh, around two dozen men stayed loyal to Hornigold and set sail alone on one of the sloops while the rest divided themselves between the crews of Bellamy and the Buzzards. Paul Williams became Bellamy's new quartermaster. Bellamy was ascent to power was something truly remarkable that had seldom been seen in maritime history, bro. Nobody's seen shit like that. Super force. He's just an absolute... He's one of those geezers who's just good at everything, isn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
just show them something. They're like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then they do it better than you. And you're like, you're a real dick. Like, yeah, no, I know. I just tell. <laughs> sure you do, mate. You're like, oh, fuck. All right, have this boat. All right, I'm going to have the whole fleet. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Uh, never should have trusted him. <laughs> never. Never, bruv. He told never trust you. a pirate. Never trust a t- pirate. And he told and him he I was... Yeah, he just over over Jennings. Yeah. And we already know he likes getting his dick out, like... Yeah. Absolute... Dick swinger. Dick swinger. Just misbehaving, That's why they bro. called him Black Sam. <laughs> <laughs> He'd never lost a measure up in his life. <laughs> For the remainder of the year, Bellamy sailed together with the buzzard. They're a formidable duo, bruv. Took numerous prizes. Loads of merchant ships just snatching up. Um... There was a, 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 on occasions when the pirates captured two ships in a single day. Nice. They even had, there was one point um, when they had like a, a pirate hunting ship called the Scarborough out hunting them. Mm. And they spent like weeks evading them, going through like fucking different islands and sliding through like the passageways that they knew only their boats could fit through and this war boat can uh, catch nice. them. Nice. Came across like two sunken ships, which uh, the Scarborough had gone after, who were pirates as well. Um, but Sam Sam Bellamy played like the hero, like boys, we're to fucking break it on, yeah. get on, lads, we're to fucking rescue. Didn't tell them, yeah, that ship's knocking about looking for us. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, lads. He, they did get fucked over by one French ship at the, um, while during all this, though. Can't remember too much of the details, but they were out, and this French ship sort of fucked the buzzard and fucked him over a bit. Yeah, I think French cannons were better at this point. Oh, were they? Yeah, they had like. Um, I think it was different cast iron or something. Yeah. And they yeah. had like a, a breathing hole in yeah. the top where you put the fuse, they had another hole so they could piss and they'd use bags so you could get a more, much more accurate shot or something. Oh, fair play, fair play. Yeah, I think the French did have some, but they just couldn't beat the British Navy though, could they, yeah, bro? Yeah, no. Can't. It does, it's, it's about heart. Britannia rules the waves. It does. Unless you're a pirate because these guys seem cool as hell so far. Yeah, but the British pirates are all right as well. Yeah, they are mainly... I mean, the buzzard, the, waves. the buzzard seems all right. He seems like an all right guy. Yeah, it's because he's scared of the other British sailors. It's true. All of the big Brit- all the big pirate names are all British dudes. Yeah. Blackbeard, uh, Horn of Gold, Jennings. Yeah. Vane, Samuel Bellamy. All they all had country dude. accents. Yeah, all had West Country or Scottish accents, bro. So the French dude kid. couldn't understand them anyway. Yeah. He was just kept looking down at their knobs like... Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Bellamy would end his career as a pirate captain with over 50 prizes to his name. Most of them occurred during this time period of just him and the buzzard knocking about. Among them was a British, British merchant galley named the Sultana, which became Bellamy's new flagship at the time. Got dried out in the sun. <laughs> a little bit weakened. Williams ended up giving him the command of his previous vessel, the Marianne, um, to his homie Williams. So there was now a fleet. Yeah. Williams, Bellamy, and the Buzzard. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, once it started getting a bit hot, like I said, like um, the Scarborough was out looking for them. They got fucked over by this French uh, ship. Round about this time, uh, Woods Rogers, the governor of the Bahamas, swore to get rid of piracy in his region. And uh, he got a bunch of more warships coming over. So in early 1717... The buzzard and his men said, fuck all this. It's yeah. getting a bit hot over it, yeah. lads. I'm, I'm happy with what I got. No, I've got he, a new chain. He went, I'm going to South America. Oh, I'm going to carry on pirate. pirate in somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just going to go down the south coast. A pirate the Aztecs. Bellamy, though, was like, you're a pussy, bruv. Hmm. 
I'm about this pirate life. I am the pirate of the Caribbean. It's the pirate's life for me. That's it. That's all he wanted. <laughs> so he, saw, he decided, you know what I'll do instead? I'm going to go rob myself a bigger, a stronger, a faster ship. I'm just going to go rob me a new ship, Prof. So goes against the president of Nassau's new ship. Well, he heard of this ship called the Widder Galley. It was named after the Kingdom of Widder, an African coastal territory today known as Benin. All oh, right, they're big slavers. They are big slavers, and that's the thing. It's a big slaving ship. Oh, nice. Um, Loads of space for loot. Well, it served as a major slave uh, trading ship. It was commissioned by a wealthy London slave merchant, and it was uh, and a member of Parliament named Humphrey Morris. It served as a slave galley, the Widder Galley, left on its maiden voyage from England in early 1716. Travelled to Africa to collect slaves and valuables, such as gold and ivory. It was sh- sh- uh, captained by Lawrence Prince, a Dutch officer who previously served under a pri- uh, as a privateer under Henry Morgan, another big oh, pirate yeah, name. Captain Morgan. Uh, it then went to the Caribbean where it traded for other commodities such as rum, sugar dyes and spices. And in February 1717, the Widder Galley was on its way back to England. This is all madly Voltaire, actually. <laughs> like it, what do you mean? He, like he talks about the, the price of sugar. Yeah. Like, like the actual human price of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Slaves yeah. from Benin, like yep. trading your own men. That's literally what this Widder Galley was uh, doing. Uh, and it's on its way back to England after trading its slaves for mm. sugar and rum. Candied. That's it. Dyes, spices. To do this, it had to traverse through the treacherous waters of Cuba and the Bahamas. Which Guantanamo. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and obviously we know that's the Caribbean. That's where Bellamy's knocking about, yeah. being the real prince of pirates. Mate, so, it, news must have been so valuable back then. Oh, yeah. Bellamy, that's a big old ship. You're going to like it. Yeah. Fuck off, is there? How do you know? I'm just slightly faster than it. It's a day behind me. <laughs> yeah. Give me 10 bags. Yeah, that's it. It's very fucking true, bruv. Yeah, yeah, the Widow Galley came through. It's just dropped off its slaves. Uh, Spit in your hand. Swear down right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking fist fight you over it, bruv. I'll fist fight you over it. That sounds like a good time, lad. Let's go. So, Captain Prince, who was the geezer of the Widow Galley coming back to England, was confident that his ship had the speed and manoeuvrability to deal with whatever peril it might encounter. Eventually, what he expected to happen happens, and Prince notices that there was two ships following him. A warship and a custom-jobbed merchant ship. Nice. Of course, these first two ships, bruv, Black Sam Bellamy and the Sultana, and fucking Williams aboard the Marianne. Oh, you're getting pirated, boy. He's getting pirated, bruv. And Sam wanted this ship, because Captain Prince was like, I'm booking it, bruv, I'm cheesing it, I'm out. (laughs) And his his ship was was faster, so he, he should should have been able to escape, but the chase ended up lasting three days. Oh mate, imagine just shitting yourself and there's three like, days. There's like a building full of dudes behind you. And you're like, come on, wind, come on, wind. <laughs> no land around, nothing. Yeah. Just being like, you'd stop blowing at the sails yourself, wouldn't yeah. you? Come on, yeah, bro. didn't have science back then. It would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> All of us just blow at the same time, freeze. <laughs> you wouldn't have passed that. Got Lando Bloom. Throw the forks. Blow the sail. <laughs> <laughs> you will end up passing out from blowing too much. Yeah. Wake up and they're just closer. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, three days is a long old boat chase, isn't it, mate? Yeah. That must have been terrifying. And each day they're getting a bit closer and closer. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. You're on watch. It's like, I swear it's getting bigger. <laughs> At night, like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm the guy that has to tell the captain in the morning. Uh, is, that a, is that a fucking knob hanging over your head? Is that Black Sam's fucking outrigger? <laughs> the thing is, like, throughout the day the captain will be on deck looking at being like nah it's not getting that much closer but when he goes to sleep then wakes up the next morning yeah it's going to be a big change for him yeah and it's it. going to be like and yeah that so when you Charlie. see someone's kid like a month apart they don't notice that it's grown you're yeah, like that's yeah. a different kid yeah that's it and he's going to wake up the next morning like How that's the fuck a william you... kid <laughs> how do you get that much closer you dickhead yeah poor chavis bruv it lasted uh it covered 300 miles of open water as well fucking hell uh, through su- superior seamanship the pirates managed to catch up with the widow galley now came an important decision for Bellamy though he was fairly certain that he had the firepower to defeat the slaver ship but he didn't want to break it an all out battle would break the ship bruv mm. that's the thing um, and they're in open water so he wouldn't have been able to like make any serious repairs or anything like that yeah. using all the three ships yeah shit so it's risky bruv uh, and Prince, he realised the same fucking thing. Plus, I don't think I've got a chance of fucking both those boys up. Yeah. And even if I do, I'm probably going to be pretty fucked. Yeah. So I therefore, make it to sure. That's it. We no idea where we are right now. Therefore, after just a couple of token cannon shots, Captain Prince surrendered. Afterwards, he was relatively relieved to discover that Bellamy lived up to his reputation as the Prince of Pirates. Nice. Yeah, bro. Um, prince met a real prince. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He met the real uh, real deal, bro. So the pirate's mood was undoubtedly improved when he discovered that the cargo holds of the Widow Galley contained chests filled with tens of thousands of gold coins from the slavers. Yeah, boy. Which represented the entire haul of the uh, ship's long trading expedition. Mm. So not only did he get a new shiny ship, he got a big payday, bro. Yeah, they're on the, they're on the reload. They're coming yeah. back for more slaves. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You might, you would have been stoked if you was Bellamy and you found that, yeah. wouldn't you? Like, what a oh, fine bro. I got my dream ship. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I can retire on it too. Yeah. <laughs> Bellamy transferred uh, all the cargo from the Sultana to the Widder, also adding ten cannons from the Sultana onto uh, the Widder. Yes. To so to the eighteen already present on the Widder. So. All in all, it so ended now up he's with, got the biggest gunship in the sea, nearly. Yeah, he has like twenty-eight guns on his on this Widow Galley. That's go. That's well. That's good going. Yeah, it's a good ship, isn't it? He even allowed Prince, Captain Prince, and his men to keep the Sultana and sail back to England. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> yeah, have this one, lads. See, he really is a I wonder good. Wonder if geezer. he made a move the cannons though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you carry these big heavy fucking things and I'll let you have it. (laughs) Yeah, fair play. (laughs) Move these cannons and you get to keep this one, lads. We won't toss you into sharks. Take their bed sheets and that they're allowed. (laughs) (laughs) They're fancy bed sheets. Yeah, definitely stealing the boys' hammocks, the posh hammocks, isn't you? Yeah. So at this point, Black Sam Bellamy was captain of one of the most powerful ships on the sea, whose cargo hold was filled with treasure. It may have been a smart move to get out while he was on top. But did he? 
Well, did he fuck? It's nah, the pirate life. That's for him. it. Did he fuck, bruv? <laughs> the temptation for further riches, fame, and glory was just too much, bruv. After taking it over with the crew, Bellamy decided to travel to the eastern coast of um, North America and just stop, carry on pirating. Starting from New York and going down to the Carolinas, the pirates took several prizes during this. Uh, this time, one of them was the Anne Galley, which had added to his fleet under the command of his quartermaster, Richard Nolan. Another was a sloop commanded by a dude, dude named Captain Beer. Captain Beer. Captain Beer. Beer and Sam and Captain Morgan got together. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Sam Bellamy liked beer, bro. Yeah. Not only did he like beer, but he liked Captain Beer. He liked the geezer. Nice. He thought he was all right. And he wanted to return to command of the plundered ship to Beer and all his boys, but was also like, but you've got to join us. Come alongside us. Yeah. And Beer was like, I'm not doing that. I'm an honourable man. Fuck's At sake, that point, Beer. Bellamy was like, I'll still give you your ships. I'm a top geezer. But he put it to vote to the lads. And the lads were like, what, they think they're fucking better? Nah, bruv. Burn that shit. Yeah. Burn that. And Bellamy, being a geezer, he offered it again. He said, lads, I've got to burn your ship because it's what the crew want. Yeah. I just, I've been out. They're all acting nutty, naked. <laughs> yeah, getting naked and shit. <laughs> if I don't burn that shit, they're going to be fully naked in a bit, bro. <laughs> yeah. One of them has been sailing for a year and a half since he last shot a load. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see him fire a load, bro. And they still turned down Bellamy and his crew. Too honourable. So at this point, this inspired a speech where Bellamy espouses hatred of the rich English aristocracy. You are a sneaking puppy, and so are all those who will submit to be governed by laws which rich men have made for their own security. For the cowardly whelps have not the courage otherwise to defend what they get by knavery. But damn you all together, damn them for a pack of crafty rascals, and you who serve them for a parcel of hen. Hearted numbskulls may vilify us, us, the scoundrels, when there is only this difference. They rob the poor under the cover of law forsooth, and we plunder the rich under the protection of our own courage. Had you not better make, the, uh, make them one of us. Yar! Yar! Everyone's fucking quickly putting their trousers back on, <laughs> fixing up their Molotovs. Yeah, and you, and you not better make them uh, than one of us than sneak after these villains for employment. Nice. He's a boy, bro. He is. Isn't he? Bit commie, but I like it. No, he's not. No, what he's saying is, look, you work for these fucking the scoundrels. You work for these absolute scoundrels. The real life scoundrels. They're real life fucking pieces of knaves. They're knaves. And you're their puppy, bro. Yeah. And you're serving them happily. And you're calling me the villain who's got enough courage to go out and take this shit for myself. Who the fuck are you, bro? You need a bad guy like me. That's what he's saying, bro. <laughs> Say goodnight to the bad guy. He's giving the Tony, the Tony Montana <laughs> bad guy speech, bro. But at the same time, he's a gent about it. Nice. And then he burns Beer's ship like, fuck y'all. Yeah. April 1717. Paul Grave Williams made a stop. They're in North America still. And Paul Grave Williams makes a stop to visit his family, probably share some of his plunder. Little, little necklace here and there. Yeah, just keep her sweet. That's it. During that time, the widow galley headed for New England. According to legends, Bellamy intended to see his love, Mar oh, uh, yeah. Marianne. He's coming back. Oh, He's got the gold. I thought he forgot all about her. He's got the gold. He's got the galleon, bruv. 
he didn't make it. Oh, fuck. Syphilis. On April the 26th, the ship was caught in a powerful storm, what is today Wellfleet, Massachusetts. The mast broke in the Widder Galley into shallow waters where it capsized and sank quickly. Only two men of the 146 on board the ship survived. Shit. Taken prisoner and held in jail, the local town feared for months holding them uh, ho- for, feared for months holding them of retribution from avenging pirates after the loot and prisoners. Yeah. Oh, well, they got the loot as well? Yeah. Fuck. I thought it sank off Maine. No, uh, like around, a, a a hundred, job. around 100 bodies washed up on the shore. Uh, they ended up being buried in a mass grave, but 40 of them remained unaccounted for, accounted for, and people flocked to the beaches near the wreck as coins and jewels started floating up on the oh, shore. But they're all feared retribution from one particular pirate coming and get them as well. Do you remember that Chavi I mentioned earlier? Oh, Edward that Teach. fucking crazy guy, yeah. No, Edward Teach, who was the oh, apprentice Teach, yeah. to Hornigold. Well, by now, Edward Teach had come up as his own big bad bad pirate. Hmm. Guess who he was, bruv? Blackbeard. That's Blackbeard. Yeah. Yeah, bruv. See, I'm telling you, they're all hanging out. Because oh, I one... imagined Hornigold as like the, what do you call him? Uh, Barbosa from yeah, yeah, yeah. thing like he's got the beard and he needs an apprentice to yeah. do the whole tricorn and feather that's and it. the eye patch. That's it, and that's what black he beard, bro. Firing out. But that's what I'm saying. Like they've got all of the boys hanging out. Yeah, all of the boys hanging out, <laughs> yeah. all crossing paths and shit. This is Avengers movies times ten, bro. Yeah. These pirates. So uh, the lo- the location of the shipwreck itself remains a mystery for almost two hundred and seventy years. It wasn't until 1984 that maritime archaeologist Barry Clifford tracked down the rev- remnants of the Widder Galley. Fuck. Back then, such discoveries from the golden age of piracy were still almost unheard of. The following year, Clifford and his team recovered the ship's bell, which had the words the Widder Galley, 1716, inscribed on it, Ooh. thus proving conclusively that the wreck was once the flagship of Black Sam Bellamy. Yo. The Widder Galley became the first ever pirate shipwreck authenticated beyond any doubt. That's cool as fuck. In the decades that followed, over 200,000 individual items have been recovered from the wreck. Uh, This included lots of treasure, such as gold coins and cannons stuffed with loot and gold and jewellery. They were going to shoot it onto the shore or something. No, it's just he. They had that much oh, fucking they loot. They just didn't have space. They just didn't have space. That's so he amazing. was coming home rich. Yeah, but archaeologists were uh, were more interested in the personal items that revealed to us new notions about the pirates from the golden age. For example, um, they found there was always reports that there was this young orphan kid who was like infatuated with with pirates. Mm. And uh, there was a, a story that he ended up being on board Sam Bellamy. Like Bellamy yeah, was like, "Yeah, come on, board kid, we'll fucking apprentice you up." Roger. Yeah, that Roger. Oh, Roger, the cabin boy. That's <laughs> it. He was a young boy named John King. He was only like ten or eleven. Um, and in the rack diver, uh, in the rack divers, dis- reco- in the wreck, uh, divers recovered the shoe silk stocking, and most disturbing of all, the leg bone of a boy that age, seemingly Ooh. proving that John King in fact existed. That's cool as fuck, isn't it? Um, as for his sweet baby girl, who he was trying to get home to. Yeah, who did who she end up married to? Um, she entered New England's law in her own way, bro, as the sea witch of Billingsgate. Fuck, she went full on, she went pirate twisted as well. Well, when he left, Mary became pregnant following a, um, oh. their little fucking romp. Months, um, months later, 
Uh, and obviously her parents fucking disowned her after that. Yeah. Sex before marriage, child out of wedlock. the cobra venom, bro? One pump. <laughs> One pump, done. <laughs> uh, months later, on a cold winter night, after giving birth, sorry, months later, on a cold winter night, she was found in a barn in a catatonic state, cradling a dead baby in her arms. Oh, it was fuck. the belief of the entire community that the young girl had killed her loved child. So obviously she needed to be punished. First, she was taken to the middle of town, tied to a post and whipped off. And afterwards, she was imprisoned and tortured daily until the arrival of her trial, where she would surely have been found guilty and executed. Fuck. Every day, the town filled with Mary's wailing and screaming. The girl pleaded with her captors to simply let her die, but they refused. And this is the legend about her. One day, a visitor approached Mary's cell. He was a well-dressed, well-spoken man with a gold-tipped walking cane. He talked with Mary and convinced her that the entire world hated her and wanted to make her suffer. As her rage grew, the man produced a contract and made her an offer she couldn't refuse. David Jones. Her freedom and her chance for revenge by simply signing on the dotted line. And on that day, Mary Hallett sold her soul to the devil and became the sea witch of Billingsgate. Ooh. From that point on, the witch lived inside a whale that carried a ship's light on its tail. She used the light to, uh, to lure ships onto lands where the sea witch would prey on the unsuspecting sailors, taking their lives and their souls. In a different version of the story, people tell of a, her ghost, which can sometimes still be seen on the shores of Cape Cod, as she waits for her lover to return to her. Fuck. And that's the story... Of the Prince of Pirates, Sam Bellamy. That's the most pirate shit I've ever heard, <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he got the most epic pirate that story, That is the bruv? shit, yeah. It's good, isn't it? The Wailing Witch. Yeah. The fucking Treasure Hall. The fact that he's trying to get back to her, and he makes it back to her, but doesn't. And they thought it was like a myth until the 80s as yeah. well, most of the actual facts. Yeah, and then they That's found cool. all of it, and they're like, oh shit, no, this dude's legit. I love that, when the oral tradition comes out to be true. Yeah, yeah. That's the shit. It's, uh, he's a very cool pirate. So you see what I mean by all the boys being there? Yeah, like Blackbeard. They're yeah. all like, well, well, we've got Bellamy, but what about Blackbeard might turn up? Yeah, yeah. Blackbeard, Black Sam, oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> 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 These geezers are tough. They're quick. But yeah, man, absolute fucking epic tale. Bellamy, once I learned about him, I was like, this has got to be one of the coolest, most romantic, stylistic pirate lifestyles ever. Yeah, yeah really for real. Cool story. And I like it as well because he actually, I, I feel like this dude introduces us to a lot a lot of other pirates. We can now do an episode on Jennings. Yeah. We can do an episode on Hornigold. Yeah. We can do an episode on Vane. Yeah, whole Nassau Whole episode. Nassau crew. The Nassau Avengers crew. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what this will lead to. All and I right think Bellamy's, sell it. Bellamy's the perfect little introduction to all of them. Yeah. Uncle Bellamy. Uncle Bellamy, bro. Uncle of the Seas. And he was still a young lad. Prince of Pirates. He became the Prince of Pirates in a year. Yeah, true. A year, yeah. bro. And at the age of 27, 28, that's what he was doing. Just one summer, just wrecked it. Yeah. Absolute dono. So now I've got a plan. Get me two canoes. Yeah. We'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back before you're 18, babe. <laughs> <laughs> that was his plan. And he would have made it. Yeah. But how gutted would he have been when he came back and his missus is a witch? Yeah, shit. She would have been a witch by then. <laughs> she would have been a witch by then, bruv. Maybe she, she lured him to the... Oh, oh shit. Shit. She witched him. She was like, you abandoned me, you cunt. He's like, no, I was on my way back. And she's like... Rah! Look at all of this shit I got. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's why I loaded the cannon. He's, he's going to shoot a necklace at the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now look, see? <laughs> so one of those like uh, American football or baseball games with like five percent yeah, of merch cannon. and t-shirt cannon. <laughs> he's trying a t-shirt cannon uh, with jewellery and shit. <laughs> I promise. Look, you'll like this one. Doof. <laughs> devil really be just picking anybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a sad well no she went through some shit bro yeah true that's 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 kind of people devil preys on yeah well satan devil is just means the dragon did you know that oh does uh, it really leviathan so okay well water dragon satan just oh shit so maybe it was the devil yeah leviathan came after her bro but you think he would have came well i guess he already did come after sam bellamy eventually David Jones in. David Jones the shit out of him. She got that love, Jones. I also just like the the fact that I don't know, just a simple pirate nickname like Black Sam. Yeah, I like imagining the outfits. Yeah, yeah, of course they all <laughs> pirate outfits, are cool as fuck. Apparently he he used to like particularly like really fancy long black coats. He was a yeah. bit of a fucking uh, school shooter. <laughs> <laughs> long black hair and a ponytail. Long yeah, black boy. fancy coat. Nice. He's out here school shooting with Little the bling. Hugo Boss. Yeah. <laughs> Historic accents. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild that they all had fucking those ridiculous accents in it. Yeah. What a fun time. <laughs> Apparently that's where, um, like because of the involvement in the sailors with the slave trade, they were learning yeah. English from Cornish dudes. And that's oh. where the whole backwards southern uh, slave talk comes from. Oh, so like... So the as car- a promise in that, sir, like... Yeah, all that yeah, comes yeah, from, yeah. like, farmer talk, like, oh, yeah, I used to be promising that. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, man. So we definitely do a pirate series. The Boys of Nassau. Yeah, We'll finish boy. it up. Collection. Oh, shit, bro. Next week isn't... Um, Voltaire. Voltaire. Next week is part two of the Crusades. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Next week's part two of the Crusades. Week after is Voltaire. Nice. Yeah. Tune into Browsing History. Like and subscribe. Tune in all it. Listen to it all. Tune in your wireless. Oh, tune in on the Spotify, the Apples, the Googles. Uh, AI your own one out of nowhere. See if it's any good. (laughs) Send it to us. (laughs) Everyone complaining about using AI and shit. They're suckers, bruv. I'm telling you. It's a laugh. Yeah. I'll make some good images out of it. I've made loads of adverts where me and Mr. Beast promise people money and I've been <laughs> I've been seeing pretty good returns on it. <laughs> also, June twenty fifth. Backyard comedy. London. Oy, oy. Again. I'll be there. Yeah. The backyard. But not the, not a competition one. I'm just doing a full full five minute set of their new acts night. Yeah, sick. Yeah, bro. So nice. if you can make it, guys, backyard comedy, twenty fifth. Started June. in your canoe. Now you now you got an outrigger. That's it. <laughs> Hanging out on the Chappelle stage, yeah, the same bro. fucking deck that William Kidd was knocking about on. You know what I mean? You should light a cigarette like that wrestler. <laughs> I saw Gable do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, comes out back to browsing history too, guys. Represent. 